Welcome to Creative Talk with Calvin Mercy. Let's go. So the other day I was on uh, Instagram and I saw a post by Laduma. And uh, okay, I'm not going to go into detail on the post because I'm going to actually talk about it later. But the post actually got me thinking for a moment like like this dude is actually like one of the highest levels of creative in South Africa and I wonder if actually people realize that and if people have been taking notes from this guy because he took a concept and just his execution on this concept and how his consistency in moving has got him to where he is now is really incredible and I mean, I've been following his work, I think, for like about three or four years um, because he's been running the brand for, this is this is his sixth year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I think it's his sixth year. So I've been following probably roughly about three or four years. And I've been able to watch like the way he moves and stuff like that. I've been able to, to watch and come with him, kind of see a bit of the growth, I mean, based on what he's shown and what, where he speaks and but to kind of give to kind of give background on the man himself like i think i think it's very like interesting to just give context um so laduma comes from port elizabeth he was born in pe studied there as well he studied fashion right and he i, I watched the video where he explains where the concept of makosa comes from he says it's originated from the makosa initiation process so most of us depending on which culture we come from we know the initiation process process excuse me where our boys are sent to the mountain and stuff for circumcision process and then they get taught certain stuff while they're there whatever um <clears throat> excuse me then part of the process somewhere they have to give away their clothes all their old clothes and their parents would then buy them new premium type clothes uh, like your pringle type brand um, which then shows them shows that they've gone from boys to men. So he explains that having gone through the process himself, as well being obviously Kosa, uh, at some stage in his life he realized. I think he I think it was specifically while he was studying um, during his his time at, at university. He mentions how he realized that like ten, tens of thousands of kids of boys, excuse me go through this process and then they all they all go through the initiation process and then they all get to this part where their parents buy them these pringles and whatever and it's like he realized that we needed or they needed their own originally south african made brand produced premium product producing premium products that represent who they are and where they come from Instead of like a Pringle, I think Pringle comes from like a Scotland or something. And whatever brands are like come from overseas. And so we never had a premium product like that. But that also represented the culture and, and the type of people that it represented too. So hence Matosa was then, Matosa by La Duma was then born in that sense. And then what I also found interesting, what how what I also found interesting was he chose to specialize in knitwear. So if you look at the collection in the beginning or the brand when it started, the products were mainly knitwear. 
and then later as years went on he expanded to other materials and the knitwear part was very interesting because he chose to focus on one of his strengths which was that um, his mother taught him how to knit and how to use a knitting machine when he was very young actually and so he really genuinely fell in love with and enjoyed it and then so he got into it meaning that when he started his clothing brand it was almost like it would be obvious for him to start there as that was his strength and i think that that was definitely interesting but also mainly what is also then interesting after that is where the patterns and designs come from so if you look at any of his products right now there's a lot of pattern work a lot of design concept work and whatever and what i didn't notice that it was inspired by Matosa traditional beadwork and i always wondered i always wondered every time i see the patterns and the color combinations whatever it's really it's beautiful beautiful combinations and stuff like that and yes i knew it was Matosa inspired but I, i always wondered where does he derive it from is it the clothing is it the um i don't know certain stuff that because i mean i'm i'm not cosa per se and i've never really um been exposed to the culture like that i've only seen it in certain places but i always wondered and when he then mentioned the beadworks i was like damn snap it makes sense so the beadwork inspires the patterns because the 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 women with them so in patterns or whatever when they create it and then he also then took the color palettes and color combinations he took those as his foundation and then basically took it further in what in um i think he mentioned with the color color palettes he would use darker tones and light light tones so that he'd ha- he'd have variation etc um and then in addition to that the design process and creation process is all done in south africa um with the material grown coming from south africa so the whole process the whole manufacturing is done in south africa and so because of that the brand has grown and because of its aesthetic energy it's now it's now exported to the world so like i mentioned i've personally been following the brand and for a few years basically since it it has begun i guess and i found it i found it interesting following him so i started following him on instagram to be more specific this was a couple of years back um when i saw I, I i don't know what my first piece that i saw was and i was like okay i need to follow this guy i need to see this whole thing and what it is is it a moment or is is there a bigger picture to this concept that he's created and following him on instagram you know when you follow your individual or you follow the brand and then you you kind of see how they move and stuff but then what was very interesting was when he started showing how the rest of the world was responding was responding to this creation and i found that very interesting because the world's reaction was very different to how south africa reacted to it and not to get into too much detail on that explanation and that difference but the world really like really responded with excitement i guess and so i watched them start traveling the world and eventually he then becomes part of the international fashion weeks as well which is if you understand your levels of a fashion industry talk that's a, like a certain level now that you've just stepped into and i saw so i stepped into fashion week level without having to try be a gucci a balmain 
Louis Vuitton or any other high brand that commonly has that type of impact. And I was like, this is this is very this is very interesting to most because a lot of people when they come through when when we're talking fashion brands and stuff, you'll hear people saying, you know, I want my brand to be like a a Gucci, a Balmain, etc. And I I felt like it put perspective and understanding to something that I read in a book uh, two weeks back. I was reading the book of uh, or book by David Ogilvy. And just side note, a bit of background: David Ogilvy was the founder of one of the biggest marketing agencies in South Africa and in the world, actually. And it's called Ogilvy. Anyway, in the book, he talks about. So obviously, he's coming from a marketing and branding perspective. And in the book, he talks about how a brand should have personality, and how and how marketing communicates a brand's personality to the audience, which is a very profound statement because because it makes sense if you think of your most successful brands and that if you don't if a brand doesn't have personality they end up trying to be everything to everyone which then becomes a bit incorrect so if you think about your brands like nike and adidas or whatever they kind of know who they are or whatever so they're consistent in speaking that and so i guess for me lad duma got that right with matosa because the brand is a great example of a young, creative, successful African. And he's very consistent in communicating that, that direction and, and, and that or, um, authentic, African-originated creative. He's very consistent and very accurate in that. So that's why I say for me, Laduma is one of, one of the highest levels of creative. And I put him next to guys like Virgil Abloh and Olivia Rusting of Balmain. That to be able to take such a simple concept and really blow it up and take all its elements to that level. To be able to see something and bring it to life like that is insane. But also what he stands for and the boundaries he has pushed whether in fashion in uh, African creative or African entrepreneurs... Oh, the success of an African child. It creates a new level and new opportunities for creatives like us that are coming up. So most recently on that Instagram post, it was basically an invitation from the international uh, Vogue editor, uh, who's also one of the greatest voices really in fashion right now, Susie Manx. Uh, she invited him to come speak at Condé Nast International Luxury Conference which will be held in Cape Town in 2019 and guys that is pretty that's major because Condé Nast is one of the biggest um, biggest media influencers in fashion so when you get to that level you're basically not changing and influencing fashion by theory you've literally now stepped into the building or you stepped into the room where they decide what we wear and what we don't wear and Laduma has really pushed the boundary in fashion and level of creation and has become an example of what can happen when, when we as Africans see ourselves greater than the picture that has been painted of us. So basically, if anything, how we play the role in repainting this image. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's why I think he's... That's why I think he's one of the highest levels of creativity.
And I feel like we should take notes and we should definitely support the man. But that's what I think. Let's talk about it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I appreciate it. Please leave a comment or send me a message directly to add to the conversation. And if you liked what you heard, please share it to your world. And remember, the world has different perspectives on everything and anything. Let's talk about it.